The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. said, let us go and occupy the land. Though giants we won't quake, they're just a piece of cake. The Lord has given us the upper hand. Let us go possess our every promise. We are well able to prevail. It's a land that surely flows with health and plenty. And with Jesus it's impossible to fail Those among the ten began to grumble I guess that fear and doubt is all they knew They said in our own eyes we look just like grasshoppers The sons of Anak saw us that way too let us go possess our every promise We are well able to prevail It's a land that surely flows with health and plenty And with Jesus it's impossible to fail Said Caleb had another spirit Joshua embraced the promise too But those who keep on talking fear and doubting They'll never walk in revelation true Let us go possess our every promise We are well able to prevail it's a land that surely flows with milk and honey And with Jesus it's impossible to fail Let us go possess our every promise We are well able to prevail It's a land that surely flows with health and plenty And with Jesus it's impossible to fail and with Jesus, it's impossible to fail. Give expecting to receive. God is a good God. Expecting to receive something in return is a godly way to give. If you have financial needs, you're sitting there staring at a stack of maybe bills that are overdue, past due. If you need something from God, then give something to God. If your house payment is past due, you're wondering, what in the world am I going to do? The Word tells us this. 
Today, this very day, give something back to the Lord. Give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, or measure with all, it shall be measured to you again. Luke 6 and 38. Well, that's not just Luke 6, that's God 6 and 38. <laughs> with Luke's name there beside it. I'm going to read from Philippians 4, verses 15 and 16, 17. Paul understood the principle of giving to receive. As he wrote these words to the Philippians and to those listening right now too. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Paul shows us that he understands this principle. Expecting to receive is a godly way to give. He felt concerned when these that he loved failed to apply God's principle in their lives. Paul knew the result of the application of giving was fruit to their account. Every time God speaks in his word about giving, he also speaks about what he will do as a result. Give and it shall be given. Tithe and the windows of heaven will open. This is something to let sink deep in our hearts. You know, we can bank on God's promise. I'm going to read from the Living Bible now. 2 Corinthians 9, verses 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 from the Living Bible. And we're just going to make this a part of our thought process today and just kind of start letting this roll around on the inside of us. Beginning at verse 6. 2 Corinthians 9, But remember this, if you give a little, you will get little. A farmer who plants just a few seeds will get only a small crop. But if he plants much, he will reap much. Everyone must make up his own mind as to how much he should give. Now I'm reading from the Living Bible. Don't force anyone to give more than he really wants to, for cheerful givers are the ones God prizes. We need to pause and think about that. Cheerful givers are the ones God prizes. God is able to make it up to you by giving you everything you need and more so that there will not only be enough for your own needs, but plenty left over to give joyfully to others. It is as the scriptures say, the godly man gives generously to the poor. His good deeds will be an honor to him forever. For God who gives seed to the farmer to plant, and later on good crops to harvest and eat, will give you more and more seed to plant, and will make it grow so that you can give away more and more fruit from your harvest. Yes, God will give you much so that you can give away much. Now when I read these scriptures here, I think there's two kinds of people listening to me. One kind says, this is the word of God to me. The Lord is showing me that if I give, he wants to multiply it back to me. And the other person is saying, I hope this person that I know hears this so they will get more so they can give some to me. I know one time a, a fellow that I knew, a friend of mine, and he had a big long list of things here. And he said, why don't you buy this stuff? And he started reading off all this long list of things. And it amounted up to a number of thousands of dollars. And I said, well, what would I do with that once I get it? He said, well, you could let me go to work for you. I said, well, why don't you pray? Why don't you get this long list and then it'll just be yours and you can just work for yourself. <laughs> so 
Let the Word of God dwell in you richly. Don't be one of those who's hoping that your neighbor gets wealthy so they'll give you something. Um, See yourself in the light of God. See yourself here. God's no respecter of persons. He don't think any more of the next-door neighbor or the preacher man or this business person uh, down around the block here more than you. Why, God wants you to do well. This verse is for everybody. Give, and it shall be given unto you good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give to your bosom. These verses I just read from the Living Bible here in Second Corinthians 9, 6 through 11. Yes, God will give you much so that you can give away much. Isn't that powerful? Begin now to grasp the significance of this principle. God tells you he will give you much fruit so you can give away more from your harvest. Wouldn't that be fun? So often this part is not stressed in teachings about giving. Givers do get, according to the Bible, but they get to give again to his work. It's not just getting and having it. God wants to entrust his wealth to so many, to those who will wisely give away more for his purposes. When you plant seed money into the gospel ministry, into his fields for his work, then God promises it will bring forth a great harvest. You know, when a farmer puts a seed in the ground, he doesn't get back just one seed. I put this seed in, and so up came this stalk of corn, and I pulled the shucks back, and there was another corn. I had one more kernel of corn. Isn't that wonderful? No. (laughs) A farmer, he puts a seed in the ground. That seed then dies, actually. It germinates. And then the next thing you know, why then this little life comes forth from that in the form of a little green blade. It starts peeking up through the clods or through the dirt. And then some rain comes and the sunshine and the nutrients from the ground. Next thing you know, then it grows to be a tall stalk. And then little ears come out and then they mature. And there are many more kernels of corn on that one ear, two ears, three ears. How many ears, several ears on that stalk of corn? A farmer puts a seed into the earth. The seed produces a stalk of corn. The stalk produces an ear of corn and other ears. And that ear produces hundreds of new seeds. All these are seeds now, see. All from one seed that this farmer planted. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, running over, shall men give to your bosom. God is able to give to you everything you need and more. But, Brother David, you say, I simply cannot give to God. I have too many immediate and pressing needs. Quit listening to that old man. Quit listening to the devil whispering in your ear about scant rations, about doing without, showing you pictures of lack and of need. What does God say? He tells you to plant your money in his work, in the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He tells you that if you will give to his work, then he will give you everything you need and more. I told you about it. I just repeat it. Just a couple of days ago, we were going to meet some folks, and it just leaped up inside me. You know, bless these people. Help them do something. They're ministers, see. Bless these people. Then I check with my wife because I just don't want to get an inspiration, you know, and then she don't have that inspiration. Then we got a fuss going, see, or maybe she gets an inspiration and I don't have the inspiration. So that's how man and wife need to confer with one another. But we got into agreement and we decided to make that investment. Many of God's people this very day are beginning to catch the vision of being bankers for God. They've learned that they literally cannot give too much away. 
when they give in the name of the Lord, I don't mean because somebody cons you out of something, as a man purposes in his heart, so let him give, not as somebody puts a guilt trip on you. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about giving to God, praying about it, thinking about it, and making real good, godly, spiritual investment. Each time this person gives an offering in the will of God, he uses it for his purposes, and God returns it multiplied to this person to give again in greater abundance again and again and again for God's purposes. And the cycle continues to grow because we cannot outgive God no matter how we try. I believe in your hand you hold a miracle. You may hold a little bit or a lot, but God wants you to give. And it shall be given unto you good measure. Press it down, shake it together, run it over. Shall <laughs> That's how God's going to do. Shall men give to your bosom because it's by the Spirit of God it's going to take place. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.